Dear beloved, welcome to another episode of We Are Vessels, where we talk about God, <laughs> Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and the scriptures. Don't forget about those. My name is Christian. <laughs> and my name is Olu This is my lovely hostess. And I'm Adina Yeah, it's true. Thank you all and welcome my guest. I mean, it's a little different today, but we're thankful to be here, and we thank you too for joining us today. God bless you. Amen. So today we'll be looking at the scripture, Romans 13, and if you're familiar with the chapter, it talks about government and um, the power that God himself has given to the people in government and how we're supposed to obey, to listen, and to abide by whatever rules are set up for us as individuals, as civilians, as citizens of a country. But the question that's been on my mind is, how do you abide, how do you listen to a government that's not doing what they ought to do? For instance, if you look at Nigeria, like it's, it's really messed up out there right now. And a lot of people are saying it's because of the government. God knows. And if we look all over the world too, we'd see, we'd see places where a lot of things can be done better. But really nothing is changing. It's like every part of the world is a third world country. Because even the superpowers aren't acting like one. So what do you do as a Christian in a situation whereby the government I'm really helpful instead of them making things better. They seem to be oppressive. What do you think, Brother <clears throat> Yeah, um, thank you. Um, so, uh, the government is the government. And, and, and what, what that means is that um, uh, the responsibility of the government is Actually, the democratic sentiment it might be something different in, in the capitalist country like um, Russia and China and all that. It, it's that they are able to set the people. So, um, so every law that should be brought out should be brought out should, uh, should align to that one agenda, which is to set the people. And serving the people includes infrastructure, you know, good health, uh, good roads, power, and. and tax and all of that. So that, that's the, one of the basic responsibilities of the government. Now, um, if the government is not um, doing what it's supposed to do, if, if the government is a corrupt government, or the government, yeah, if the, if the government is a corrupt government, um, I would say simply um, that my opinion is is that we, we could walk internally um, without the help of the government to just do our bit. And, and something the government, it's, it's not um, a good thing according to scripture, but you could just do your bit. Like, what I mean is that I could have a group of five, ten people that I could begin to take responsibility for them, you know, pay their school fee, um, teach them, train them, you know, and, and lead them in the right way. So in a way, they've been delivered from like the shock, shackles of the government in, in that area. You know, I'm talking about the corrupt government now. So another conversation then could be maybe a communist society or a kind of society whereby the government 
sheets from just being the government, but now it's like it got onto the people. So, for example, a country whereby you cannot um, worship God, or the only God you can worship is the government or the government officials, then the conversation changes, you know? It, 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 it then, so whenever stuff like that happened to me, I asked myself, has it happened in the scripture? Oh yeah, it happened uh, during the time of King Nebuchadnezzar when um, um, he made a commandment or he issued an order yeah. and everybody should worship an idol that he, he voted, yeah. So that's the government. Then an instruction which is anti the real government because the real government is a government of, of God, you know, according to what... Um, um, so, so, I don't know if I'm talking too much. No. So, so, so you, so you'd see when, when the conversations of government was brought to Jesus, and and they asked him, uh, we know you're a good guy, you know you're law abiding, but dude, what do we do? Do we still pay taxes? And you need to understand the background of that question. Now, it's not because they shouldn't pay taxes. It's an hypocritical question according to Mark 12, right? But let's leave who asked or how the question was asked. But the question was, what was taxation at that time? So the Israelites were under the rulership of the Roman Empire, and it was real slavery. It was it was slavery in disguise. It was they were being taxed to the point of almost being enslaved, you know. So so the question was literally, should we know this tax is not even used for us? They're taking advantage of us. Should we still be paying this tax? And Jesus responded, simple, draw the line. Give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Pay the tax. Give unto God what belongs to God. That's, did you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's your allegiance. Then another conversation came up later in the scripture. And that's that, I think it was Pilate or Herod that says that, um, I have the power to release you. That's the reason when Jesus was about to be crucified. Yeah, I said that. I have the power to release you. And, and Jesus looked at him. Dude. My kingdom is not of this world. Exactly. If it was of this world, there would like be folks. You 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 can't even have me arrested in the first place. So 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 even though when even though he could his 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 submission was to the government, but there's a line. There's a line. The line is that the mm-hmm. utmost government upon the believer's life is the government of God. And that's why when you see that Romans 12, I think it was you or Chris that was pointing out earlier that did you sort of flee to love? So if what he's saying is that you can obey the law because there is a law inside you, which is the law of love, God. And the Bible the fulfillment of the law is, is love himself. So there is no way you can, did you get what I'm saying, disobey the primary laws that is, that is reasonable with both you and I, you know? Fraud, killing, still you cannot do that because love is inside you. Do you think you know what I'm saying? Now where we would now see the big law, the big line is when we are now maybe there's a law that says we cannot worship God. We cannot love God. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, that's when you say, you know, my allegiance is first to God. To the law, yeah, to the law of the spirit, which is God. It's by that law of the spirit that we are able to that we are able to obey this law. If you see the commandment in that Romans 12 by Paul, it was yeah, he was literally saying that the power that be was installed by God. 
So it's it's not that the power is so God is under the power. No, it says the power that be was in, in was put in by God. So so what he's saying is that so you as a believer we flow from to the utmost government. Did you get what I'm saying? Is God? It's just simple. If I don't know how it is in America, if but if where I come from, if the local government gives a law. And the state government gives another law. The state government overrides the local government's law. If the state government gives a law and the federal government gives another law and it's contradictory, the federal government law overrides the state government's law. It, it's not, there's something it's called in America. It, it's not that way. It, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's the other way around. The federal government has, yes, has power over every other thing. So, same way, the, the power is installed by law, but the guy could go crazy, you know? But they, the guy goes crazy. We return back to the hot months law, which is the law of God, and that's when martyrdom comes in place, persecution comes in place. And if you go later down in the scripture, we're talking about dark times. You know, yeah. yeah. My primary submission. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. What that kind of like? There's so much to take from that, but I guess with that kind of got me thinking was, I guess here in, in verse, I guess I'll start with two. He says, therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. It says, for rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good. So I feel like this submission to authority, it's kind of conditional. You know, it's, it's under the condition that these rulers are how did they say it? They're they're not a terror to to good conduct, but to bad conduct. But what happens whenever the authorities are no longer a terror to bad conduct, but they actually endorse the bad conduct, yeah. and they're actually a terror to the good conduct? And it's it reminds me of the story of uh, who was it? The three the three guys. Uh, yeah, the man actually dropped and Abednego. Yeah. yeah, and just how like you know their authority, their governing authority, was actually commanding them to worship other gods. Um, or I don't know if it was one or two gods, but yeah, and, and they, two basically. Yeah. the king is saying he's God, but now he has a golden calf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. and so he, he was commanding all of the the whole all of the citizens to bow down. Yeah, and what did they do? They they stood against that because, like Tulu said, like it's there's true. a hierarchy there's a hierarchy of, of order, and God's at the the, the tip the of that hierarchy, you know, and, and everything under him is just. I guess secondary to his his ruling, so you always have to I guess take into consideration what what does God say about this, you know, before you I guess make your final decision based on what somebody else is saying um, about that, yeah. whatever it could be. I mean, there's so many areas, but yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and I think which is why um, we always hear it over and over again that no matter the answer you need from this planet Earth. You yes. just need to get the scripture, right? Yeah. Just find the scripture. There's always answers in the scripture, but it can be it can be pretty tough too sometimes. Yeah. Because you know, like you're saying things, you're like this thing is wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to abide by the scripture. Yeah. It's like how do you balance that? Like, you know, this thing is wrong, but yeah. the scripture is telling you to submit. But I think it comes down to the fact that when you love God, yeah. then you put the scripture first. So, so there are like two kinds of scenarios. Mm -hmm. So one with the corrupt government, and um, the corrupt government, you like 
like Nigeria, <laughs> in the corrupt government, a lot of oil, and yet the country is impoverished, it's so poor, right? So, um, um, that one, I, I don't think you could, you can't overthrow the government, right? So the best thing to do, like, as I would say, is let every man go back to his household. So you, if you have a capacity, face your household, help them as much as you can, you know, provide for them, make it, make a small government in your own house. That's, that's easy to like flow yeah, with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now the other way around is there is a direct attack on the church. A government comes up and says that it doesn't want to worship. It doesn't want Christians. You, you know, begins to, begins to push persecution, like it is in northern Nigeria, like it is in China, China like it is in North Korea, you know, and all of that. Now, that conversation is different. Now, that conversation is, is, is so, so in the two scenarios, one is it's not necessarily clamping down on believers. It's just not, it's not efficient enough. Now the other one, so so we believers have the believers are of this perspective. The utmost allegiance is to God. Mm-hmm. Did you get what I'm saying? Is to God. Worship is utmost. Nothing should stop worship. Mm-hmm. Nothing should stop witnessing. Did you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't stop worshiping. We should not stop witnessing. So so maybe the flip side. So so. I've never seen in the New Testament that you had to take hands or take guns. Do you get it? In fact, there was a time that uh, the disciples came and told Jesus that, Jesus, you were forbid from entering this country. We read in the prophet that Elias caught fire down and destroyed the people. Right. Just just do it. Do it now. And Jesus, like the Bible said, Jesus caught them back and rebuked them. He said, you do not know the spirit of which you are made up. You know, now the spirit—it's not a lie. The spirit is the spirit of Christ. Is is love, and 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 the peak of love is giving your life for your friend. So so it's not that we stand. We, we can't. We're not standing against the government. Yeah. Did you get it? Is that we're standing for the utmost government, which is the government of God. And by this time now, there could not be suffering, persecution, did you get it? And all of that. And then the Bible says that this suffering breeds glory within us. And that's why the, the biggest revival comes when the government has its back against the people. Go and read it. Yeah, yeah that, that's the, the best of believers supposedly are raised at times of persecution. Because the living, it's, it's not a convenient moment. So they're living for each day. Did you get it? They made up their mind, and the love is genuine. Mm-hmm. Did you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. So, like I was about saying that when, when, when in the book of Judges, right? Mm-hmm. When, when Israelites, when they begin to worship idols, what happens immediately? They are enslaved. They have someone take them over. You know. And, and, and then take them over, they begin, to, they begin to seek the Lord and press into the Lord. Yeah. And the Lord brings them back and takes care of the dude that was used as a weapon to, <laughs> to take care of them. So if we have a government that has a believer, you know, like, you know, like, um, 
America had that had Trump that had a believer. Oh, let's enjoy while it lasts. Did you get it? And then when it flips, we have another government that says, because it's the government, it has a responsibility to everybody. Everybody, you know. So, and when the other one flips, good. We're back, well, nothing changes. Did you get it? Yeah, maybe the time of relax was to hip up food, like like Joseph, right? Mm -hmm. When he kept food, when it was abundance for another seven years. Did you get it? Yeah. So what, but, either ways, well, yeah, well, yeah. It's humbling, right? Yeah. yeah. God help us. <laughs> like, seriously, that's, that's what it comes down to. God help us. Because, again, if you're walking by the scripture, it's literally the Bible is telling you to submit, be submissive. And for you to do that, you have to love. You have to be submissive to God himself first before you can be submissive to the government like or to your spouse to your parent too so I feel like submission in abiding by the rules and regulations of government is beyond government itself it's beyond that um, topic of government it like spreads to our daily life too. Because like you said, for you to obey the government, like it takes it takes a lot to obey the government. But it takes a lot more to obey God. So if you're able to obey God, love Him, yeah, that's where your strength will come from. Yeah, it's easier said than done, trust me. Because it comes up to us as believers, what are we doing? When things change, when things change, what do we do? Do we let the situation, do we let the change change us? Mm. Or do we let the change push us to press up? Like the song I'm pressing on the awkward way, do mm. we let that change push us to press up? Yeah. Onward Christian soldiers. Wow. God help us all. Stick to the scripture, stick to the scripture. Because the Bible is telling us that we all have to be subject to authority. But we need a strength of God to be able to do that. But trust me, if you if you love God, if you're submissive to Him, then He would help us. It would help you, it would help me, it would help every one of us. And that's what we need, the help from God. Or what else, what else is greater than that? The help, the strength, the power of God, from God, to us, as the best anybody can ask for. So help us, Lord. For the Christian, is anything else you would like to add? There's a thought, I don't know what I hear in my heart, is like there's strength in, in, in being united, you know, like there's strength in numbers. And I don't know, I was just reminded of this, this saying, there was a saying that was repeated in the book of, of Judges. Yes. It says, in those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what, what was right in his own right. eyes. In his own eyes. I guess the question in my heart was like, is it better to have no king, or is it, is it, is it? it to me, it's similar. Like having no king is similar to having a bad king. Yeah. Like I don't know if that makes sense. Cause yeah. Yeah. In both scenarios, like there's division. Literally, every nation knew that the God of the Israelites was the God of Moses, was the God of Abraham, was the God of Jacob. Yeah. And every time they heard of the name of, of an Israelite or whatever, like. 
they, they, they shook in their boots because they knew like this nation was one and not only that but they knew that who was the ruler of this nation you know what I mean they knew who their God was whenever the Israelites were you know heading to the promised land anyone that any nation that was not an Israelite or that wasn't part of the uh, Israel they literally they had two options. They 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 were, they either stood by and, and and let the Israelites destroy them, yeah. or they tried to make a covenant with Israel so that yeah. they weren't destroyed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. to be a part of something bigger than yourself is a it's a blessing. Yeah. Like it's a. I mean, for us to 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 be able to, because in the in the Old Testament, I think God said um, part of the covenant with Israel was like they will be my people and I will be their God. Yeah. And it's like. Obviously, we're not Israelites by birth, right? Like we are, we were grafted into this branch, like 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 we were grafted into the vine, like yeah. Jesus said. I think was it Jesus? No. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Paul, really. Yeah. yeah. So like, and that's a that's a big deal because like in the Old Testament, another nation couldn't they couldn't have a direct like covenant with God. Yeah. They could have a covenant with Israel, yeah. and they could be spared through their covenant. Yeah kind of like as a, an extension of their covenant, but ha to have a direct covenant with God yeah. where God can say, that's my people, yeah. and when the, when they're, where they can say that that's my God, yeah. that's a huge deal, yeah. you know what I mean? And we yeah. actually have no right yeah. to be able to say that that's our God because yeah. we're not Israelites, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But like, because of what Jesus has done and how he has like included the gentiles into this covenant yeah. like we actually get to say that the israelites are our people now. Amen. you know what i mean like yeah. th that's our people that's my people yeah. and to be and because those are my people like that's my god now you know yeah. what i mean so i don't know i just there's this idea running through my head that like to be a part of something bigger than yourself is like a huge deal but what happens when that thing that you're a part of is like i don't know it's like divided um so when jesus died they wrote the point is that they wrote the king of the jews mm -hmm. Did you get it? So, so our king as a believer is, is Jesus. Yeah. Did you get it? Mm -hmm. So we would never be left without a king. We belong to the to the covenant by the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And what that simply means is that we are part of a family of God. Mm -hmm. So, so the conversation it's not Israel as a nation now is that because Israel as a nation is a subset of the people of God which we are now so Israel when when we meet God we would see Israel and other people from different places there's a scripture in Proverbs that says that when a good person rules the nation knows peace when a bad person rules uh, the nation is in trouble and, and, and all of that and that's why eventually the Bible says in, in the epistle that we should pray for the people in authority you know and and one of the and, and and the funniest thing is we could even come to scenarios whereby the king is naive or the law is about to pass or who the law is gonna damage. And we don't know, all we just say is the government is doing this and that. An example is when Xerxes was passing a law that all the Jews should be, you know, harmed and killed and all of that. And no no he didn't even know that his very favorite wife He's a Jew. He doesn't even know that the, it was a, a crazy guy in his cabinet that had an issue with that people. Did you get it? Did you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so we would pray yeah. that we have good people in government. We would vote also 
for good people to be in government. Mm -hmm. And we would encourage believers also to that the Lord is leading that you know, strengthen with leadership capacity to go into the government. Did you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. And that will be good. Did you get what I'm saying? But the other way around, it, it was just like when Trump was president, there was a way he was constantly hammering upon the persecution of Christians in northern Nigeria. He said it out, straight up. Hey, hey, Christians are being killed in northern Nigeria. That force alone from the president of America is able to, you know, make the president of Nigeria that was non-challenged about what was happening then to look at what was happening at that time. Now imagine there's another president now that doesn't care. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's a pretty, yeah. I don't know, I want to say region topic, like really. Yeah, for sure. Really, I think it comes down to abiding to the scripture. Yes. And that part of the scripture that says, pray for those who are in authority. Yeah. Because like you were saying, King Xerxes, or how do you say his yeah. name? Yeah, that guy, it wasn't even, like, he doesn't even know. He doesn't know what the gravity of the Lord is, or the command he has given. So it's just praying for wisdom, praying however you know how to pray for government, just pray. Yeah. Pray for them, pray yeah. for them. And there's a scripture that I always use, is in Proverbs. It says that the heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord. Of the Lord. It says the river flows. He directs it wherever he wants. So, so two halves of the scripture I want to. I said one half is that scripture. Another half was when Jesus met Pilate, and and Pilate, Pilate is a good technically. You know, Pilate was asking him, "Why are you doing this?" You know, and people would say that it was cautioned with the fact that the wife had a dream through the night. That these guys, you know, said, "Why, why are you do?" Why are you doing this, you know? And, and Jesus told him that I've come to be a witness to the truth. And that true pilot of balance. And he asked him, what is the truth? So, so we, we bear, we bear something that is higher than earth itself. In fact, that is higher than heaven and earth itself. It's called truth. That that truth it doesn't change. Did you get it? Now that truth can every every other thing conforms to that truth. That truth is Jesus. Utmost. So from with the previous scripture I quoted, it's just to say that all things work together for good to them that love God. And I'm called according to his purpose. And if you read that scripture in Romans 8, you know, before it, it was talking about prayers. Did mm. you get what I'm saying? Mm. So, so good government, oh, good advantages. At least good government has allowed the gospel to enter countries, different countries in the world. You know? Yeah. Bad government, it raises crazy believers. Mm. Yeah. Revival? Yeah, steers of revival. So, either way, were prepared and, and I like the way that scripture ended. It said the night is coming. <laughs> night is coming. And and you need to know that these guys writing the scriptures, most of them were killed by the same government. Right. <laughs> yes. 
the same Peter who wrote the scripture was crucified by the same government. The same Paul who wrote those scriptures of uh, pray for those in authority was beheaded. He was, he was in prison for years for no reason. No reason, yeah. For no reason for years. For no reason. You know? It's just that we need, like, like, like this, this is just making me, like, like he said, to, to what he said is very deep, to come to an understanding that my allegiance is, is to the God of Israel, which is to God. And, 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 and I could hum, I, I'm passionate about Nigeria. I'm really passionate about government. I'm really passionate. But at the end, like when I'm standing, I know I'm, I'm standing before my allegiance is, is to God. Yeah, it's to God. And then from that place, can we pour forth rivers of living water to heal nations? You know, according to Revelation 22. So, but, but yeah, my allegiance is, is to God. When it's time to press into northern Nigeria to be an emissary to China to pre, you know to be an envoy an expatriate and for him to be an engineer to North Korea, we would go, you know, we'll be at the gospel. Really? Yeah, we will be building. Yeah, we'll be building car houses for them and then still preaching the gospel. And when it's time to be arrested, yeah, we are we not holding hands. And trust me, did you see Paul like? You know, in prison, angels would come, enough. open the door of prison for him, you know, go out, get thrown again in prison, right. you know, and still say, pray for the government. It's just mind-blowing how much obedience, how much love, this people, Apostle Paul, Peter, yeah. John, all of them. Wow. For them to still end up writing stuff like this, despite all. Would you pray for your government? <laughs> Would you? John was on an island of Patmos. Like, uh -huh. they just took him to an island for prisoners. Pray for the government. Pray for the government. It's just that you're here, you know, but your, your allegiance is down to God. You remember how chapter was it four? These guys have just been beaten. Yes, they've just been beaten. And and then <laughs> and, is it five? And then they want them. The Bible says they want them standing. Don't preach the gospel again. Don't do this. Don't do this again. And then they looked at them. Judge by yourself, guys. Who would you think we should rather obey? You or God? <laughs> and they're like. Dude, we're coming back. <laughs> yeah. And the Bible says they were excited because they said that thank God we're able to partake of the suffering of Christ. Yeah. Um, it says so, yeah. so, so they called them yes. and commanded them not to speak at all, yeah. not teach in the name of Jesus. Yeah. But Peter and John answered and said to them, yeah. Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, yeah. you judge. That's where to draw the line. Yeah. Yep. For we cannot but speak the things yeah. which we have seen and heard. Wow. So when they had further threatened them, yeah. they let them go, yeah. finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God yeah. for what they had <laughs> been done, yeah. for what wow. had been done. Yeah. Wow. You want, you want Chris wanted to say something? Yeah, go ahead. No, that verse 
where Jesus, because I was thinking about this recently, like when Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my yeah. burden is light. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it doesn't feel like <laughs> It doesn't feel that way, you know, like, really? Because I was, I was thinking about I that mean, And I was like, but then now that you mentioned that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, like, you would consider that a burden, you know, yeah. to bear, like, mm -hmm. for them to yeah. have been, you know. Yeah, partake of the suffering. It's like, get beaten, and, and, and I guess, uh, how do you, uh, not humbled, uh, like, yeah. Uh, shame? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, yeah, and I mean, it's, like, yeah, it's shame, yeah. yeah humiliated, shame. I guess you could yeah. say, by getting beaten and yeah. sent out. But like, even then, like, the apostles were rejoicing. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like, it just, yeah. yeah. No, it reminds me of the time that I was, we were downtown. Oh, yeah, downtown, we were, yeah. We were, you know, telling people but, about Jesus and like, yeah. this one guy got up and he began cursing me to my yeah. face. Like, he yeah. got really mad at me, you know, because yeah. I was persistent yeah. and he, yeah, he just started to curse me to my face, but in that moment, I was like, it, I had I, he jumped. I, he jumped on another person to go preach. But, just, but I had just peace. Jeremy evangelism. Yeah, 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 yeah. A long time. A downtime, yeah. But I don't know. It was in that moment where I I experienced like that, like like you would think mm -hmm. I like someone, or I would just be like, uh, like like offended, Downtown, or like yeah, you know, yeah. like man, like that didn't go well, you know, like. But yeah. it was in that moment where like. I experienced that joy. Yeah, you experienced that yeah. joy because you put yourself in a position where Christ has been already. Amen. And because of that, like, wow. he's magnified in you. You know what oh I mean? So, like, everything about him, like, Lord, like Lord. Jesus, he's been there. You yeah. know, he's been in front of a whole city where they're spitting at him and yeah. torturing him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so when you, you wow. put yourself in that position, you're like, wow. you're in his shoes. You're yeah. in Christ. Like, yeah. and so... Guess what? Like huh. every part of him is with you, and his Amen. peace is in you. Like Amen. his joy, and Amen. you're able to rejoice. Like he gives you the ability to rejoice, Amen. even in suffering, even in like those times. So I, that's I don't know that verse. Like my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Yeah. Kind of makes sense because he's there. Like yeah. I don't know, he makes it easy. Like yeah. he Amen. makes it light. Amen. Know. There was there was this part in Acts too. Well, Paul's going to Jerusalem. I think it was the daughters of Philip, they were, they were prophetess, and, and, and I think Philip, one of them began to prophesy and said, the ghetto of this person that I'm holding is going to be born, you know, you know, and, and then the knee was Paul's belt, so they told him, dude, don't go to Jerusalem, like, you're going to get in trouble, and Paul got, like, he was like, like, get in trouble? Dude, I wanna die! That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're strengthened even at the side of yeah. danger. Yeah. It's like you see it, but you just wanna go in because you know there's what you more. Just now, my heart is crying out for it. It's it's I wrote something on Facebook like three, four weeks ago and and I'm like, if you for once have a taste, what you just said now is love, is, is, it's, it's just love. Is is that the love of God has been poured into your heart that you know, I've always asked for years. Why wouldn't you, to, if you, 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 I don't know if you've read about my Adam and all of that, you know, like why wouldn't they just like lie? and deny Jesus and go back to the house and reconcile with him, you know. But yeah. but I think I got my answers lately. Like, they couldn't just turn their back on their lover. Like, 
like yeah. it's just like you have someone you love you know and it's just this moment that she's really asking you to you or to the circumstance and you just need to like prove yourself in a way yeah. you know and mm -hmm. and you know and just allow it's just like you maybe take the shame for that person right at that particular moment and you're just like oh no i'm not gonna do it i'll confess my love to him to our inside you know what they just couldn't yeah. turn their back on their love huh. yeah they just couldn't to the moment that you know paul would say that to live is to live is Christ mm -hmm. and to die is gain. Nice you know, game. someone explained it recently mm -hmm. and said that, guys, you need to see that scripture. Look at it. It said to live is Christ. That means when I'm alive, it's the will of God I'm following. All I have to do uh -huh. is Christ. He now said that to die is gain. What does it mean? Uh -huh. What does it mean? He said what it means is that if to live is Christ, that means all my life upon the face of the earth is denial, is dying, is sacrifice. Yeah. So where is the gain? when I die <laughs> so when I die is the game these are crazy people I'm telling you and I was talking about this um, new wardrobe when he was saying that just to see your face one more time yeah oh that thing brought me to the scripture I was trying to talk to you about this morning Corinthians 13 yeah, yeah. now it does make sense though oh the love conversation no not just that because you were saying something along the lines of um I think it's Corinthians like 7 the suffering that you get yeah like oh oh my goodness oh my yeah. it is have you read second Corinthians now. 1 that scripture is Second Corinthians chapter one. Okay, okay I, found, I found it. I found yeah. it. It's Second Corinthians seven ten. Yeah. It says, "For godly sorrow produces yeah. repentance, leading to salvation, yeah. not to be regretted. Yeah. But the sorrow of the world produces death." Yeah. So here's, here's what I keep thinking. Yeah. Because when this um, verse came up, I'm like, "Godly sorrows." Why would why would we have godly sorrows, you know? Yeah. Because God loves us, right? Why would he make us sorrowful? But now everything seems to be connect, like connecting. The dots are beginning to connect and it's beginning to make sense. I really do not explain it, but it really is making sense in my head. No, yeah. Like true. really, really, really. So I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're talking about this. Yeah. And this is why the scripture says, I can't say it in English, but I know it in your but it says Kamashi ko ikbejokbo. Arawasile. So I think in all the words it's the same, like do not neglect the The gathering of brethren. Thank you for Do not forsake the gathering of brethren. Forsake the gathering of brethren. Yeah, I knew that. Because yeah, like it just packs something like I know you know that Christian means part <laughs> <I know. laughs> You know I knew Yoruba? Uh, oh, that's what you meant, uh, Oh my god, God is good, God is good. This is glorious. Yeah. You don't see why when that flip love, when I was talking about love. Yeah. Wow, this is so beautiful. Like Peace. I am just super thankful. To, I'm super thankful for like opportunities like this. Because it just... It brings to life the things you normally wouldn't have seen for yourself or seen by yourself. 
And that's why they say you cannot walk the Christian walk alone. Hmm. You need it. You need the strength. You need to feed off the energy of others and let them feed off you. Hmm. You need the strength of all the believers too to grow. And you better be sure that you're doing the same thing too. You better be sure that you're walking in the path that people are able to feed off your energy Amen. to the glory of God. Amen. And it is just so beautiful now that we have all of this conversation. And I hope you guys are able to take one of two things out of this conversation. And I pray that whatever questions that you have left, that the Holy Spirit will speak to you Amen. and will speak through all the believers to your understanding. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you so much because you're God. We thank you because you love us so much mm. that you would never try to confuse us. Mm. And we thank you wow. because whatever it is that we need to walk the right path that you've provided for us here, right here in the scripture. Mm. Father, we pray that you help us to continue to trust your word, Lord. Mm. To trust you, to know that you can never lead us astray. Mm. To stick to your word like you've called us to. Mm. And let your word continue to be the light to our feet and a lamp mm. onto our path, Lord. Amen. Father, thank you so much, so much, so much. Father, what everything that we've heard today, Father, let it bear and sow good fruits in us, Lord. Amen. And let us be able to go make disciples of the nations like you've called us to. Father, let our lives be a testimony. Amen. Be to everything that we do, be to the glory of your name. Father, let us not bring shame to you Amen. in any wow. way whatsoever, Lord. Amen. Continue this. To help us press forward. Hallelujah. To help us keep pressing forward and onward, Amen. Lord. In this mm. race of Christianity mm. and Christendom, Father, we thank you so much, so, so much. Thank you for everything, Lord. And we love you, but oh, we thank you so much for loving us first. Oh, and let the children of God say, Amen. Thank you all so much. See you next time. Peace See out. Bye. Bye. Peace out.